0: Hello. Hello, hello. Um It's Father and Son. You Radio, know, you know it. 89.1 yep. <clears throat> WXVU. Yep. So, you just heard uh, Only You Know by Beach House. Beach House going uh, shoegazy there. Right. Uh for their new batch of songs in there and their album that released they're releasing to us, you know, in a parts. little bit at a time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which part was this? The, the, it was just part three. Okay, out of four? Yep. Oh, okay. So
0: fourth one comes out, I believe, the 18th of February, I think. Uh, yeah. And then after that, you heard what was probably the newest song we've ever played on Father and Son.
1: Wow. song
0: came out today. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened before. <laughs> yeah, that was We Go Back by Animal Collective. Uh, it's going to be on their, their forthcoming album, Time Skiffs, which... It's coming out on Friday, but it has leaked, and I I, I didn't listen to it, because yeah. I'm, I'm saving for a nice, high-quality listen. Um, and I told myself I was going to listen to it once, so I did that, and then and then there was a music video, and I was like, i got to watch the music video. <laughs> so <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I can't watch the music video and not listen like, to it. Fine. So.
1: You could have just watched but, the music video yeah. muted.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I can't. And then... And then this is my third time just now. So, oh, okay. that's, cool. so <laughs> and that's it. You really, you that's really. That's it until it. the album comes out. Um, in like, well, midnight on Thursday. Right. Uh, yeah. So and that's what you just heard. And let me, let me read something real quick. Mm hmm. Um, follow our sports page on Instagram, home to all things Villanova sports, from radio shows to sideline coverage, news, and more. Search WXVU Sports. WXVU Sports. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here we are. Uh
1: I'm sorry we're a little late.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we have a
1: uh, have a little story to talk about. <laughs> it's actually a very cool moment. Mm-hmm. Uh we well the first of all, Charlie never Charlie does not have access to this <laughs> to this uh, studio for some reason. It's true.
0: I I I asked for access again and um I think I I gave my I gave my information but I still didn't have it and I didn't have the heart to ask again.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh yeah, you really You can't come back from that one. (laughs) Um, So I I had to let Charlie in. I mean, I I let us both in. And then we discovered that the secondary door was locked. Like, Mm -hmm. the door, you first have to swipe in, and then there's another door to get to the actual studio right here where we're sitting. And it was, like, locked from the inside. So we went downstairs and to see, like, if anybody was there that could give us the key, because this actually happened a couple days ago, and we noticed in the chat. And it happened that Dina was there, who's the... I don't know what her real title is, but I think she's the assistant director for media programs mm. for the Office of Student Life or Student involvement. And so basically, she's like the, the advisor for WXVU who works at, at Villanova. Um, so she had the key. And then we were also talking to Nick Langan, who I'm sure you're all familiar <laughs> with his voice. Y'all know his voice. On, on WXVU on V891 The Roar. Uh, he was like, Oh, yeah, I know you guys. You, you guys are father and son. And we were like, <laughs> What? You guys know us? And then Dina Fingers. was talking about how they knew us. And then. Uh, Nick was like, "Oh yeah, I, I, you know, talking about basketball with your dad." I was like, "What? You remember that one? Uh, that, that was crazy." Um, Beautiful. And then he told us that they put some of our episodes on the Spotify feed.
0: Mm-hmm. So and that, yeah. yeah. So how do how, how do uh, our listeners?
1: Yeah. So so just go to Spotify, and I, I found it all on my own right now by just typing in W X V U, and it's called W X V U Podcast. You can follow them on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, And it looks like there's three of our episodes, on, or it might just be two. Um, Three of our episodes are on there, the the January 18th one, the January the 25th, and then we're going to email them our whole backlog so that he can add some more. He was like, please just send us some more. So we'll Mm -hmm. look look forward to seeing some old episodes up on there at at some point. Uh, But we we originally didn't put them on Spotify because they told us that you couldn't include music. We were like, ah, we don't want to edit them. Mm Mm-hmm. But, but uh, now, hey. Yeah, he—he he, turns out they've been on there for some time. Very, so, uh,
0: very exciting.
1: You can now listen to us on Spotify.
0: Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. We're like, we're like Joe Rogan. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh no. No, 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 no. Charlie,
2: that's too soon.
1: That's too soon. I, I love I love Neil Young. I was literally last week listening to Neil Young, and I was like, oh, I, I want to listen to Harvest Moon. Mm-hmm. And I, I, t- I texted Maria, I created a new playlist, and the first song on the playlist was Harvest Moon, uh, and now it's no longer there. <laughs> and it, there were a couple other ones: Unknown Legend, Long May You Run, Old Man, um, mm. all grayed out on Spotify mm-hmm. now.
0: Part so of s- Gold,
1: yeah, it's a good one too. Mm. Um, so you, if you guys didn't know, uh, Neil Young took his music off Spotify uh-huh. due to Joe Rogan. <laughs> That's all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, to, sorry to bring that one up.
0: Yeah, it, it's 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 a it's something. I. I mean, oh, sorry about that,
1: oh, my phone's ringing. I can't talk right now on the radio <laughs> uh
0: yeah it's it's pretty crazy how that all happened, um yeah, but you know Spotify goes with who is giving is bringing them the most money, so and, true. Uh, so I mean, it's not like surprising that it happened, but like it's something to you know think about yeah.
1: <laughs> I was just disappointed that Neil Young yeah. heard his music to forget this to happen, but But I mean,
0: don't hey, blame I don't blame him.
1: No, I mean, yeah, it's a good cause. It, it's it's relevant.
0: If it was convenient for me, I would cancel Spotify, but it's not, so I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that.
1: Yeah, I mean we don't have to talk about that any, <laughs> any deeper than that.
0: Um <clears throat> Joe. Uh, what what were you gonna say?
1: I was just going to say that's very exciting about Spotify, <laughs> oh, yeah that we're all on
0: it. sign exclusively on Spotify, yeah, um, what were you gonna say I said as joe you you recently had a birthday
1: oh, I did I turned twenty two <laughs> on friday very exciting happy birthday to me birthday to Joe um yeah
0: that's that's cool, that's cool that's a good one <laughs> um
1: I'm trying to think of if i did anything in particular i mean we we had a hangout mm-hmm. moment that we was fun hung out, played some games. Um. No, I don't know. Mm-hmm. In other news, Maria convinced me to watch, well, we're watching together American Horror Story. Mm. Um, first season? Well, we we started with the first season. I didn't really like it, and then we kind of dropped it mm. off for a little while, and then we decided to watch the better season uh, called Apocalypse. Now, this is season mm. eight, actually.
0: You gotta watch two. Oh,
1: you, what's two?
0: Asylum. Asylum. And it has Adam Levine in it.
1: Oh yeah, you, you were just you were telling me about that. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's all coming back to me now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this one is. I actually like this one. I, I wish it was focusing more on the uh, like apocalypse part, but uh, it's still pretty cool.
0: I, th- I remember there's a big like uh, kind of political uh, lean like like uh, like aspect to it. If I remember, I think.
1: Um. <clears throat> well, let me see.
0: Is there? I don't know. I I feel like I remember that.
1: Uh, this one so far, there hasn't been like much political. The, the main villain is like the devil, so mm-hmm. he brought about like the apocalypse. We haven't really seen like what he's done yet because I mean, the the, the reason of the apocalypse is like a nuclear war mm-hmm. that took place and everywhere is basically destroyed by nuclear bombs. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe there's an, an element of that that like the de- the son of the devil convinced certain enemies to to politically disalign, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure yet, but. Maybe you're thinking of the season that I want to watch next, which is... I don't know what it's called, but it, Maria said it's based on the 2016 election.
0: Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know.
1: And it has to do with conspiracy theories and stuff. I, I'm excited to watch that one next, I think. The other ones seem kind of like not my speed.
0: So the one that you're watching right now is called Colt, correct?
1: No. This one's Apocalypse.
0: Oh, okay. And that's, I'm, I'm thinking of Colt.
1: Okay. okay, I think that is the one with the 2016 election.
0: Yeah. I think that's season seven, Colt. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Then, then that must okay. be okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. We, makes we sense. must have just made the same. <laughs> All, yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. All we, right. We're on the same page. Um. Yeah, I I didn't watch much actually. I watched, I watched some comedy specials. Okay. Um, is season Zari, sorry new one on Netflix? Oh, it's very good. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I watched Louis C.K.'s uh, twenty 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 one special. It was called Sorry. Um, and I, I mean, I got to be honest with you. It was one of the funniest things I've seen in, in a while. It was really funny.
1: I, I think I'm out of the loop. Is is he, like, canceled or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you you can look that up on your own. Um,
1: uh, oh, boy.
0: But, yeah, I mean, I can't help it. It was hilarious. <laughs> I understand.
1: I, I'm, I'm the same way about so many things. Like it's funny, like, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny.
0: <laughs> I can enjoy a Roman Polanski movie, too. Um, oh, or Kevin Spacey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched yeah. the Charlie XCX documentary, oh. Alone Together. That was fun. If you, cause it's because that album, um, it came out like she made it and it came out all of, like, like when pandemic first started. So it was it's very interesting to look back on it. It's like an album that I listened to a lot and I really loved. And so it was cool to kind of see, like I wouldn't really watch it unless like you're a fan of Charlie X obviously if, unless you're a fan of Charlie XCX or, or that album mm-hmm. um, but as a fan it was really enjoyable I liked it okay Okay. Uh, yeah
1: interesting that's
0: basically what I watched
1: Um, I I started rewatching The Clone Wars did I talk about that last time? no episode? I don't think so that's, don't I'm sure that's not the content our viewers are listening <laughs> to hey you I, never know this time around well the first time around I watched it just all in order it was actually two years ago Mm-hmm. Um, same time isn't, of year
0: Is there like a special uh, Sequence in which You have but, to watch it
1: I, I'm now watching it In a sequence that I found Like on Reddit um, mm-hmm. It's like It kind of skips Some episodes Some episodes are In a different order mm-hmm. um, Like the first episode Was season 3 Episode 1 And then the oh, next okay. The next one was Season 1 episode two, three, four, five, 3, uh, And then it goes To like different seasons So I, I'm excited To watch it in this order and I've been meaning to rewatch it because I just I, I'm getting back into Star Wars. Yeah. Which reminds me, there's another episode of Boba Fett tomorrow.
0: Okay. Yeah. You're enjoying that?
1: I am enjoying it. Um, the last episode did not really focus on Boba Fett, um, mm. so I'm, I'm looking forward to him, to him coming back or it, it coming back around to focus on him in this one. Mm. Uh, but the focus of this past episode was also very exciting. So to the viewers of that, I think they enjoyed that as well.
0: Very nice. Um. Yeah. So, should we just? How do I? What's the thing? Oh, Foo Bar, Bar. Where is that? I'm sorry. You know this is usually up. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's probably because the entire
2: up. station went down. <laughs> oh,
1: what if you it, just like typed it is. into the? Okay. Found it. Good stuff.
0: Oh, wow. Uh. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna play uh, unless there's anything else you wanted to. Yeah, play. I got
1: nothing. I'm very excited to talk about this movie, Twelve Angry yes. Men.
0: Um, yeah. So, we'll be talking about that after these songs. Um,
1: I see you left me this voicemail. Me... What'd let... it say? Oh! Unable to transcribe this message. Interesting.
0: Hmm. All right, well, I you... play... yeah. hey, I'm gonna play. Yeah, I'm gonna play a legal ID. It's gonna be about 30 seconds, so. Uh, I'm ready. Um, yeah. Let's do it. V89 One The Roar is proud to feature new and upcoming artists. Listen every Thursday at 11.30 p.m. for New Track Thursdays, our curated playlist featuring lesser-known musicians spanning across multiple genres. Send in your suggestions and requests to wxvu891 at villanova.edu and check out New Track Thursdays every Thursday at 11.30 p.m. on v 891 The Roar.
1: Welcome back to V89.1, The Roar, Father and Son Radio. Uh, Those last two songs you just heard were Mississippi Queen by Mountain and Blue Monday by New Order. Very nice. Thank you, Charlie. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. Spotify-worthy, that's what I'd say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well-earned.
0: Well worth Spotify. Well. All right. So we watched a movie. uh, As we always do. About 12 Angry Men. Called 12 Angry Men. That's convenient. (laughs) Directed by Sidney Lumet. Um, 1957 movie. Henry Fonda. Uh, Yeah. So you want to say what it's about? Well, it's
1: about 12 Angry Men. (laughs) Yes. And they are jurors for a jury in a murder trial. And it seems like they should all be in agreement about the guilty verdict, but maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they kind of go through the trials and tribulations of figuring out what the truth of the matter is in the mm-hmm. case.
0: It's a, it's like a, it's like a bottle episode. It's like a yeah, pretty much all in one location. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, and it's just a some great performances and some great writing and some very interesting um direction and camera work as well yeah. to keep it to keep it interesting because um, they they're in they're just in the room the whole time, so <clears throat> yeah
1: I, uh, yeah i I love this movie yeah um it's great i at first I was like i i could I always get this movie confused with a few good men' because mm. I know they're both about court
2: mm-hmm.
1: and <laughs> they both have a similar titles, so I was like, oh I, I wonder if this is that one or the one I'm forgetting. Yeah and it was this one I was like oh and I, I hope it's hope it's not that bad but as soon as it even like in the first couple of moments I was like okay this this movie has like that old fashioned charm uh-huh. i'm off to a great yeah. start like so far so good and as it kept going you know the the story unfurls and the the characters start to kind of perform really well mm-hmm. and really nicely uh, you kind of start to like a lot of the characters yeah. dislike some of them Definitely. feel for what they're saying and you're you're also I, I think it's interesting and like very clever to to take us into the jury room yeah uh, without any details of the case really yeah. just kind of like okay we know it's a murder trial we know it's this young kid uh we got to look at him at the beginning um so you, you're kind of you're you're like what what are your what are your uh, face value judgments of this kid and what what mm-hmm. what it's going to be it seems like it might be guilty and they kind of go through the facts at the beginning but as it goes along I, it's, it was just like had me on the edge of my seat, my yeah. seat the entire time. Definitely. But at the same time, I was not, like, tense and stressed. I was also, like, I was relaxed when I watched this movie, too. I was like, this, oh. is a, this movie is making me feel at peace.
0: Oh, well, that's good. I was like, <laughs> wow,
1: I- I'm enjoying just, like, sitting back, watching it. I was engaged with the entire mm-hmm. time. I was, like, listening to the characters speak. I was on their every word. Yeah. They yeah. were really eloquent.
0: Yeah. Um, Very much so. What else can I say yeah. off the off the bat? it's great, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you were saying, you know, in this movie like, yeah, we don't know anything about the case right as um, at the beginning, and that's interesting because, you know, like, court dramas, like, the it's usually about the trial. Like, we don't yeah. get the jury, but this one we do, and, you know, I, I really like the way, you know, the exposition of the case comes. Like, it's it seems, it's pretty natural in terms of yeah. how they talk, and you you learn all, all the facts behind the case, and, you know, why you know, there may be some you know wiggle some, room and right right <laughs> it might not be as it seems there
1: was a part uh, I I kind of I, I was being walked through the story and I was like, I think I, I was like the the prime I don't know a prime viewer of this movie because there are parts where I was like okay there's a, a lot of this stuff is the burden of like the, the defense attorney or the prosecutor to to present this evidence to the jury and uh, but they're making these assumptions and they're making these like I don't know evidential claims on their own. Mm-hmm. They have to do that in the in the the juror room, and that's that's not on the jurors. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as you as they go along the story, you, you realize like the defense attorney is is court appointed. Yeah. Maybe he's he doesn't he's not. Yeah. They they kind of point out like that he's not going to get paid. He doesn't really care. Obviously, it's a bad situation for this for this defendant. Um. And you 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 understand that like okay. Maybe sometimes that things don't don't actually play out. There's bad lawyers. They don't really mm-hmm. do an effective job of of stating out all the facts, making their claim as best they could. Um, but I I I hope that if ever if ever I'm on if ever I'm on trial, the jurors go to these lengths <laughs> yeah. to to
0: lay I mean, out the you facts. Want, you want your juror number
1: eight? I want juror number eight to walk <laughs> and do the this this you know the the limp walk. <laughs> Over forty three <laughs> seconds or forty one seconds, yeah, uh, in the in the juror room to make sure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that, and that's just good ju- juroring. <laughs> yeah, I, yes. I appreciate that. Yes,
0: uh, yeah, and I I like the whole thing about uh, how, kind of speaking of that, uh, juror number seven, you know, um, juror number seven and juror eleven are having it are talking, and juror eleven, the the guy from Europe, he's like. Oh, yeah. He, he tells the jury number seventy. he's like, can we establish, like, do you really know what, like, beyond a reasonable doubt means? <laughs> and, and I thought that was very interesting because so I f- true. I feel like that's something that, I mean, I've never served on a jury, but, and I don't know, like, everything that goes into it. But right. that's something that, you know, is very important to understand, which I think a lot of the people on the jury, especially from the beginning, aren't totally... That's not how they're viewing the case. They're they're viewing, like, oh, it seems most likely he's um, guilty. Guilty until until proven innocent. Yeah, they're like, it seems most likely he's guilty, so he's guilty.
1: I really like that part, too, because as soon as I started to realize, too, like as soon as the the case started to break down, there were some parts at the beginning where I was like, I don't know. It could really go either way. We haven't really seen anything Mm -hmm. yet, like what what, what could actually truly make him not guilty. Uh, But until they started to talk about, like, the knife, Especially the scene right at the end of the the forty one seconds when they, um, I forget exactly what happens, but everybody's kind of starts to get tense and mm-hmm. they, uh, the one guy, I don't know what his number juror three? number was. Uh, yeah, my, uh, yeah, juror yeah. number three. He like he comes at juror guy number looks eight. Like
0: juror, the guy who looks like Jason Segel.
1: Yeah. I, I thought he looked like um, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, okay, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: With the adjacency, that's that's um, yeah. As you were saying,
1: yeah, that, that, especially that point, I was like, okay, this definitely does leave down in my mind that that he's guilty. I mean, mm-hmm. that he's innocent, yeah. or no? He, yeah, he's guilty. He's guilty. Um, so I I would have swayed my vote probably yeah. around around then too. If I was undecided, that would that would have made me. Yeah, and not that's
0: something I really like about the movie is that it's not trying to say like, oh, this guy was actually innocent. So it's it's good that they did this. they I mean, it's basically just saying like uh, that, you know, there's people have prejudices and people have, you know, views of, um, you know, the justice system, um, their own biases and everything that is going to make them go one way or another. But it's kind of just saying to look at, you know, look, look at everything and all the ways that it could be interpreted. And, you know, that again, that beyond a reasonable doubt. um, So, I mean. I, it's very it's it's very possibly it was guilty, but uh, by in terms of all of the facts that they had before them, it there was not a reasonable doubt, or there, there was, was reasonable, reasonable doubt. doubt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was not
1: beyond a reasonable yeah, doubt.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I um, oh, I forget what I was gonna say. Damn, I have some notes. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I I was just I was just thinking about all of like the little things that um. No, let me just, please, by uh, all means. So I was just writing down stuff that I liked. Sure, <laughs> sure. I like when, uh, journal number ten says, something along the lines of "he don't speak good English" or something like that. Uh, that was funny. <laughs> journal number eleven, the guy from Europe says he doesn't speak good English. Um, yeah, that that was. He was very eloquent. That was that was good, and I I love all the little things that start to seep in, to um just what they're saying and how like let me give you an example uh when when i think juror number three he picks up the knife and he's like and he stabbed him with this knife or whatever oh yeah and, and then one of them's like uh that's not the knife yep yep, <laughs> that's yep the one that, that was good juror number eight
1: bought uh, um i think another one of those i forget the details of it but um it, it revolved around juror number three and he said like you can't you can't trust a word that old man said and, and then, then written down yeah
0: and then he <laughs> everyone he, looks and they're like everybody <laughs> took a beat and he's like oh no <laughs> like oh what i say, yeah yeah because exactly. that's that's the truth that's yeah the thing. yep you can't he's not very tr- um, trustworthy witness um and then also when juror number three comes at juror number eight and he says he says i'm gonna kill you and then juror number eight's like you don't mean, he, mean that yeah, right you're really gonna kill me um I, again I, yeah is, that was established beforehand those were really good lines that people say that all the time without actually meaning it um also just a fun little one is Jerry number I really like Jerry number 12 I think he's very funny um was he, was he the marketing guy Don Draper yeah <laughs> yeah uh I like I just like the way he talks and everything and uh he, I, I like the little thing where he's talking about how people will say things before they talk oh, like yeah, yeah this throw is up good. the flagpole see if they salute it and then later on before he says something he says uh, throw it out on the stoop see if the cat looks it up and then he didn't even realize he <laughs> <Yeah>. said it <laughs> it's like oh uh, I, thought, I like those those little things that, those, that come back like it's very clever writing
1: yes um, that was just like part of the charm I, I really enjoyed that that yes. part of this especially as you're realizing yourself you're like oh see they're breaking down like it's it's true and mm-hmm. um, but actually, this reminded me of the thing I was gonna say before. Okay. Uh, I thought this movie was like a really i mean obviously today we we have our different views on on whether you know social justice mm-hmm. and um whether you know crime uh, race, et cetera, identity yeah. uh, and I think this was like a pretty good take for nineteen fifty seven like yes. they're kind of trying to say like hey, you know. He is from the 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 defendant is from this this neighborhood. Maybe perhaps that he was raised Mm -hmm. with this in in mind. And then, especially that I found like very well done, or I I liked a lot, was when I guess it was juror number like nine, the old guy, not the old guy, the guy he was like one of the last holdouts. He was also he was kind of similar to juror number three. He didn't really have anything about him. Juror ten, the the racist. Yeah, the ra- exactly exactly <laughs> when he when he got up and he was trying to like make a stand, he's like these, these yeah, you know yeah, blah, yeah, blah blah blah, yeah. and he was like making all these generalizations, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then he Great he scene. just like starts to go down got down a, an argument, uh-huh. and then he like goes back around. He's like, well, no, they're not all like that. I'm the first to say blah blah blah. They're not all like that. I met a couple this or that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then eventually he he comes down at the end. He's like, they're all they're all yeah. bad, and then every one of the guys, Great even scene. even like juror number. Uh, Three, number four with the glasses. Oh, four, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he was like, "Sit down and don't, don't <laughs> say another word." It's
0: great. I love, I love them all. Just standing up, not even because they're entertaining him the whole time with this stuff. They're like, "Oh, say that," and but now they're just like, you know what? They're like, "I don't want to listen him. to this anymore." <laughs> and then it it's worked. Great. He, he, he yeah. backed down and he realized not guilty. He's like, "You know that, what? I'm, I'm just scene. racist." I, I, I love that scene. And another thing about that, I just want to say, you said a line that I, that I wrote down. Oh yeah. Um. It reminded me of something. Yeah, you, you said what he said. Yeah, he said, um, "Sure, there's some good things about them too." And he also says, "I've known a couple who are okay." Um, God. It just, it just reminded me a lot of something that was said by a former former president oh. Um, oh, when no. he said, um, "And some of them, I assume, are good people." Oh <laughs> boy. Yeah, I mean, we I just, we we live in
1: a society. What can you say? We do, we it's do. like a it's like a, a modern take on on. I, I think yeah, this yep. was like. This is a pretty, like, a current progressive view. I think for the time, it must have been very progressive. Especially, yeah,
0: yeah. And you also have that, um, jury number five, who's, like, um, you know, jury number 10 is talking about how they're all from slums and everything and, you know, crime. And then jury number five is, like, I'm, I, like, grew up in the slums. I'm a white guy. Like, I'm, (laughs) like, there's some pretty, like, like boarding on, on kind of, like, you know, getting into that systemic, uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. socioeconomic problems like that yeah. um but still um while we're on this, I didn't want to say one thing I found interesting was we see we do see the defendant for like a little bit like a, a few seconds at the beginning um, and and you're not sure exactly like what race he is i mean he's played he and this was left purposely vague um. He's played by an Italian person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they're trying to keep it a, a little bit vague there um, is what they said. And and I think it's really – and I think that was a really interesting choice, and I really like it because jury number 10, and none of them, but yeah, jury number 10 never mentions a race. He just says them or they. You know how they are, which was is really, I think, an interesting choice. I, I really like it is because it kind of makes the audience – um fill in the blank. yeah, and it makes them it makes them look at their own prejudices like yeah, uh, when he says they or them and like who who do you think of and what do you think of, it kind of you start to have to face your own prejudices like that and I think I I, I really like that. I think that's that's cool. yeah, I,
1: I really like that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, actually, I forgot to read this a couple I'll minutes ago, it. but let me let me read it now. <clears throat> have a voice for radio need to get your hands on audio video gear. Does journalism or writing interest you? How about photography and capturing memories? Villanova's media organizations are open to all majors and include WXVU 89.1, VTV, Tech Crew, The Villanovan, and the Bel Air Yearbook. Come hang out with an awesome group of creative students like us and find your home in Villanova's media programs. Stop by Doherty 102 to learn more. Uh, Yeah. Nice. Uh,
0: So, Joe, who, who is your favorite juror?
1: Well, I think that the safest choice would be juror number eight. <laughs> yeah, uh, but actually, I, I think one of my was the
0: most intriguing.
1: I really liked juror number uh, four. I I agree. That's I. Juror, I like juror number six. He was he was the guy that that threatened to just like roll, flatten yeah. the one <laughs> juror, flatten juror so number was three.
0: Just being mean to the old guy.
1: Um, I really appreciated juror number one. Can you uh, the foreman? Yeah, the foreman. Can, can you imagine him? <laughs> Like I was thinking, like, is it just do they pick the jurors in order? Like, is is it yeah, the responsibility of number one to always be the? the
0: I think leader? I think usually I think usually num, juror no- juror number one is is the lead person, but I'm not sure exactly if they pick that person like specifically to be mm-hmm. juror number one or if it just so happened to be him. But I don't know. But like it, it is interesting his character as a leader. like he's a football coach. He's you know he's used yeah. to being a leader and everything. But as the movie goes on, like at the beginning he's very much in charge of. Stuff going on, but as as it goes on, he Takes kind lesser, of yeah yeah.
1: What well, he reminds me of Ben Crosby. Mm.
0: <laughs> I didn't exactly like Jurr number no. two. Uh, he was like oh, I loved number no. two. I, I liked I him, his, but I, do do you know what uh, famous character he voices? Well, wait he has a second. very unique voice.
1: I was gonna say <laughs> I, I don't know voices, but I was gonna say he reminds me of Radar from Mash. Oh. <laughs> but the, he that wouldn't be voicing. Who who does he voice?
0: Piglet. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that's cute. <laughs>
0: he, he's, he's, I just, the way he talks is just so funny to Yeah. Me. He, <laughs> the way he looks
1: and talks really reminds me of, of, uh, Radar from MASH. Yeah. Shout out to my dad.
0: I also went, spe- speaking of, like, uh, people who remind you of people, I, Journal number, se- oh. Journal number seven remind me a lot of Harvey Keitel. Um, oh, okay. A little bit in the face, but a lot of, like, in how he talked. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah Journal number seven. Uh, let me,
1: let me ask you some questions. You, you might know the answers to these. Maybe. Do you, <laughs> do do you know what if juror number 6 is
0: from anything we've seen or I've seen? Uh no, not that I know of. I, I juror number 4 is from something we've seen. Oh really? Juror number 4 is E.G. Marshall who is uh Clark Clark Griswold's father-in-law in Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's why I remember I was watching the movie and he looked familiar and I was like who is that? And yeah.
1: I kind of feel like juror number 6 was like the bartender. From It's a Wonderful Life.
0: Oh, Nick. Yeah. He kinda does look like him.
1: He sounds like him too, but I could be just like mistaking uh, no, I, the, I still, the old fashioned people.
0: That definitely like I definitely see that.
1: I didn't realize that until now, but there's also the old man. Mm-hmm. I guess it's jury number nine. Yeah. He reminds me of somebody. Um I'm trying to think of anybody else. I feel like I've also seen Jury number one in some stuff too. Is that Henry Vonda? Henry
0: Fonda's jury number 8
1: oh okay yeah well, Yeah, I feel like I've also seen jury number 1 some stuff but I'm not sure tall guy
0: um, yeah so there's actually they're actually uh, they're all dead um, yeah <laughs> the last one especially the old man no nah, it's not him from It's Wonderful Life but it does look like him yeah. I mean uh, yeah uh, yeah the last one alive was jury number 5 Jack Klugman Died in 2012. The guy from the slums. Yep. Oh, and uh, Sidney Lamette died in 2011. Also directed Dog Day Afternoon.
2: Hmm. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about uh, a jury that we both said was one of our favorites here. Okay. Jury number four. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I I think his I really like his character, because as I was like saying, they all have their own like different reasons, why they have certain. Prejudices and why they think this guy is um, guilty, is not guilty, guilty etc. And so he, th- this guy's like cold hard facts. Like all he cares about, yep. facts, facts, facts. Yeah. And as it looks like the facts, if you take the facts as they are, it looks as if this guy's guilty. Yeah. It, the the
1: as the trial was laid out, I mean, what can you say? With if the people were lying, you want to assume they're telling the truth at the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. And I really like his his character um, kind of, uh, like, juxtaposed with jury number three. Yeah, cause because they were both on the
1: guilty side for a while. Mm-hmm. One of them did not have a, a leg to stand on. The other just kind of agreed that the facts were truth.
0: Yeah, yeah. Jury number three's a very emotional, hot-headed uh, person. Yeah. While jury number four is very, you know, cold and calculated. And, like, even when they agreed, uh, jury number four was telling him, like, yeah, you know calm down I know <laughs> like, which I appreciate like I I, yeah, I can yeah, appreci- yeah. I, I can out of out of all the people who you know and jury number four took a a long time to convince um second to last one uh even even after the the racist and 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 but you still look at him and you're like you know what like I, I can I can really see where you're coming from He's he's very relatable in his um way more relatable than Juror 10 or 3, I think, in why he, he thinks of the guilt. No, yeah. He does come up with some good points. And even um, even when he still thinks he's guilty, he still says to Juror Nombray, he says, you've made some excellent points. Like, like I'll give you all of that. But but then he has his own, I think, And I, I appreciate think, that.
1: I, and I think that to him, like, to his credit, you, you appreciate that he... You understand that he would fall... If the the facts were presented to him like mm-hmm. and he he would yeah. he would understand without a reasonable doubt in his mind
0: mm-hmm. that he was not guilty, and then they, that did happen. a smoking gun for him was the glasses, yeah, yeah, yeah and and I just love like he's slowly chipped away at um, throughout like while some are convinced um, like fairly uh, relatively quickly, and then some like you know jury number seven he's he's just like a flippant guy, doesn't like really care. he's a yeah. salesman and you know he just changes his mind on a whim he doesn't even like He wants to get to the and game. Jura 11 gets mad at him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he's like he's For like yeah I agree with you on the not guilty but you really should have a reason. <laughs> so, I really
1: like Jura 11 too. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's very he's very level-headed. His um.
1: his line as you mentioned about the doesn't don't. Yeah. That was great. Uh and he was talking about like being from Europe.
0: Yeah, and it shows like a lot of people like who are um like are not American citizens. They come in and they um, like become American citizens, naturalize and everything. Uh, they they tend to be like understand like the American the like, Constitution and criminal justice system yeah. and are, are justice and everything like the best um, studied it more way, recently way more than like and the average American and true uh, that showed that. Uh, but anyway, I was going to talk about. Turn number four was uh, I one of my favorite parts is. Um, when jury number eight is talking to jury number four about the movie about like wh- what he was doing the last night what he was doing the before yeah, uh, and then he talks to him about because a big thing in the case was the defendant couldn't remember what movie uh, what movie he saw who was in them when the police questioned him right uh, and so you know jury number eight kind of you know goes to jury number four and uh, ta- ta- ask him about the movies he saw and who was in them and she was having a tough time remembering.
1: I, I kinda really did take to- take too much stock into that one because he he only started to forget which movies he had seen uh up until
0: but he talked a Monday. They talked to Big Game. That's tr- yeah, it's true. <laughs> um and, and I just I and one reason I lo- love it so much is, you know, early on it's a very hot day and they're talking about and everyone's sweating except for drone number four, and he's like, "Oh, well, don't you sweat?" And he's like, "No." No. And then, and then when he's, he's being questioned, <laughs> one beat. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Look funny,
1: but it was yeah, it was, and, it was yeah. a hallmark. Great. I'm gonna play this real quick at the six thirty mark. Please, we'll be we'll be right back.
0: Man, I love my kids so much. I won't for three hours in the cold rain to watch your soccer team lose by eighteen goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m.
2: You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
1: And we're back. V89.1, the Roar Father and Son Radio. What we're talking about... hello. 12 Angry Men, mm-hmm. 1957 film. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so back to
0: you, Charlie. Back to me. Um, yeah, so any, I'm trying to think of anything else you, interesting. I want
1: to remember the scene. It, it's kind of like a, a, a climactic point. Uh-huh. Um, I, I talked about it a little earlier where, where juror number eight tries to walk through the mm. The, st- the, st- the amount of time it took between the old man getting out of his bed in the bedroom uh, up until he, he unlocks the door, and everybody starts to crowd around him, and then they all kind of seem like they they believe him and they they realize it, it had been it it had taken way longer than fifteen seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm forgetting what happened like immediately after that when it gets tense. I think that's the part when juror number three says something about, like, you can't believe what the, the thing the old man says.
0: I think that might have been a little later. Okay. Yeah.
1: Do you remember that part? About the the, you, be- the walking in the bedroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What, what happened oh. right, like, right after that? Like, as soon as that happened? What happened right after? Is it, Wait, when did when did juror number three say he was going to kill him?
2: Was
1: I think it later? was at that part. Or was at that, that part. Or, I don't know if he said he was going to kill oh, him, but I, he, I he, he lunges him. at juror number yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all have to hold him back.
0: I forget exactly what Drew number 8 said to him.
1: It must have been the killing part because then they all went <gasps> <laughs> wait <laughs> that's something.
0: Yeah I forget exactly why he like lunged at him. um, But yeah yeah I guess but we should talk about Drew number 3 for a little bit because yeah. he's very important. Uh, yeah he's the, the last he's, one. Yes he's the last holdout and you know again as I was saying everybody has their own reasons for what they think this guy was because he he was taking this very personally because you know he kind of saw you know, this young guy he was kind of thinking of his son
2: mm-hmm.
0: and everything and he was just <clears throat> angry and he hasn't he hadn't seen his son in two years and you know at the end we we really see you know it's established at the beginning when he's talking about his son and then at the end he's just kind of you know, he throws down you know the picture of his son he rips it up yeah uh, and the as soon as he kind of realizes yeah. he, he folds it, it seems it, i i do like that how how basically that whole thing nobody t- says anything to him he kind of just talks it out on his own and until he changes his mind which i do really like i, I think that's yeah i think that's the way to do it but it, i also think at the same time it felt like he he changed his mind like like really like he kind of just flipped a switch I, like, i'm <laughs> i'm with you i think it was just a little too was, quick yeah it was
1: yeah, I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm definitely with you on that one.
0: But but I, I like the idea of it though.
1: No, yeah, I think that's exactly how it was meant to go yeah. down. Um but yeah, I think it, I think just like maybe if he had gone into his hands, cried a little bit, uh, and then come back up and be like, Hey, I realized I was <laughs> yeah. uh, I was referring to my son in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not guilty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, I think
0: that's I. I have no fault with his his arc. Yeah. 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 No, I, I. like it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Talked about juror number one, juror number two. I love when juror number two is is about to as we we're talking about the scene time, uh, time how long it would take, you know, juror number eight to walk. Yeah. And they're all like, start the watch. And he says, like, I'm no. waiting till it gets on this. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. I can't do like you know second hand math or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh. Number three we talked about number four, five. We talked about a little bit. He's he's very like he he's very interesting early on, and like you know he's he's important with like the switchblade. Or he says they would. Um, <gasps> that was true. I was yeah. thinking about that as soon as they started to talk about the
1: angle. I was like, but wouldn't it just fold out into his hand, like stab up?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I I noticed that one too as so, it was yeah, coming he, out. He he offered a you know, I he offered a perspective that um, that yeah, that's an interesting thing because these guys. You know, they don't have that perspective that he has, and they all have different perspectives, but, um, you know, he grew up in the slums, and he, he knows he knows his stuff. So yeah. he offered the perspective to them, and, you know, and it's very important. Because to,
1: <laughs> to kind of go off the, the knife yeah. bit a little bit um, and go back to the effectiveness of a lawyer, mm-hmm. I think that it was kind of pretty... It was very, like, cool... For juror number eight to go to a, a store, a pawn shop down the street from where you know the victim lived or the defendant and victim lived, and find a similar looking knife, just pull it out of his pocket and like appear in the juror, the juror room with it, and it's a shame that, it's very disappointing that the the defendant's lawyer, yeah. did not even go to the same extent and be like, hey,
0: I I found the same exact knife, like isn't it, isn't it room for doubt, you know? Yeah, the lawyer should have done that, but yeah, I I I I think it might not be. Like, I don't think he's supposed to do that, though. Like, the juror, I don't think he's allowed to do that. Oh, no, I don't think he was yeah. allowed to do that either. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I definitely don't think but, so, but yeah, but it's, I mean, it should have happened, though.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, I think, I think that in a in a good court of law, yeah, yeah. and if the defendant had a good lawyer, he, the lawyer definitely, would have done that. Definitely. I, I was also surprised by that. I was like, okay, that's that's crazy. How did mm-hmm. he? But oh, I mean that's... he really he really believed this guy was innocent and he wanted to make sure or he well, he really believed that he, there was, there was room for doubt. doubt. Yeah. Um definitely. So he went to the extent and he wanted to make sure he wanted to take, take that guy's law into his own hands.
0: I I like the way that he said not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. <laughs> not guilty. <laughs> well, like... I don't believe he's not guilty. <laughs> yeah. I I I feel like, is that like an old yeah. old person thing. It's got to be.
1: <laughs> I, I noticed that uh the guy reminded me of Bing Crosby during number 1. Yeah. He um he hands back the the diagram to the the attendant at the at mm-hmm. the door. And he's like, "Hey, listen, we're done with this uh we're done with this diagram." And he said he's when he started with listen, I was like, "Oh, classic." Yeah. Classic,
0: you know, 1950s <laughs> speak. I lo- I love like the same thing with It's a wonderful life. Um like, yeah. that just time, 40s 50s. I just just the way they talk is so funny. It is. It's it's so endearing. <laughs> it is. I, it makes me... It
1: that's what's another part where I was like, oh, I'm at, I'm at peace.
0: <laughs> it, it is a little comforting. It was. In a way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, drew, drew number five. Uh, drew number six. I feel like it he doesn't play the biggest role as compared to others. Like, he just seems like a, you know, an honest, hardworking uh, man. He's yeah, a, I think he was yeah. the, one
1: of the most moderate, like, yeah. he, he took a good stance. He was, he was willing to accept the prosecution's claims for a while, and mm-hmm. then as they started to realize the seeds of doubt, he turned at, at the right time. Yeah, true. And he was, he was very willing to kind of, like, take a punch. You start punching Journey mm-hmm. uh, number three, you know. Yeah, yeah. Go to f- take a fight with him. For his claims too, so yeah. I thought it was he was just like kind of honest, straightforward with what he was
0: definitely. from the from the yeah. beginning. Everyday man, during uh, number six, th- or, and now during oh, number, seven, number seven. Yeah, the the salesman guy who just wanted to go to the baseball game. <laughs> he was annoying. <laughs> he's annoying, but he's he's a very fun character.
1: Yeah, uh, I I thought it was very fitting for him to just like flake and switch.
0: Yeah, there definitely had to be someone like that, uh, and. I'm yeah, I'm glad there was. He I like he he had some fun tricks too, you know. I liked when he flipped the cigarette. That was kind of fun. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, he's was he the one that turned on the uh the la- the fan after they turned on
0: the light switch? M- yeah, I think so. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and then he started <laughs> he started throwing the oh. paper and then it hit the old guy and close up with the old guy and he said, "Well, that's a stupid thing to do." <laughs> <Something like> that. <laughs> that was <pretty> funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, he he was annoying, but I, you could tell his based on his performance that like even though he was saying, well, I just you know I I, I think he's not guilty or you know like yeah. I, I mm-hmm. wanted to just flip so get get it over with. He, he would do that. He would say that, and I think he he also realized deep down that he was not guilty. Yeah, the, yeah. The defendant. I think he, he just didn't want to admit that he felt folded. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Um. I see juror
0: number eight. eight. What's there? What's there to say about yeah, juror eight? Great guy. <laughs> Um, not guilty. He said, "Not guilty." In not the guilty. <laughs> and he said, "I don't know why. I just I don't know." He said, "I don't know. I just think there's room for doubt." you did, and you there know, was the thing. The thing he did. Yeah. I, that's it. I really like that part to um where where he says, "Why don't we uh, take a vote? And if uh, anonymous vote, and if it, they still all say guilty, then yeah, then I'll I'll agree." I like that part too. That, that's 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 a cool part. Yeah,
1: because yeah. because that was honorable. He was like, "All right, fine." Yeah. Like, I mean, you guys are all pretty in agreement. Like, if anybody else, like, you know, agrees, and I think it was very smart to do the, the silent ballot too, because even at the beginning, there was some doubt among the, the constituent or the jurors as well, because you know the old man had his hand raised kind of mm-hmm. slowly. Even kind of like jury number five and six took some time putting their hands up. So you could yeah. tell from the beginning there was a little bit of doubt and then they kinda all came in agreement and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I like that. I I, I thought yeah. that was very smart to yeah. do. It made me feel good about like what they were doing. And
0: I think he felt pretty confident that he had convinced somebody. Yeah, yeah. I um. think I yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's it's pretty I it's kind of a tense moment too because like you know, like there's there's a whole there's a whole movie ahead, so it has to somebody has to say it, but it's still I mean, it's still pretty tense, I think, that mm-hmm. part. Uh yeah. And and then juror number nine, the, ol- the old man, the first person to, to flip yep. uh, after juror number eight. Um, yeah, he's, he's just, you know, he's just an old guy. He's, <laughs> he's, want uh, to give this boy a chance. Yeah. Um, I remember and what he, said. he uh, of course, at the very end of the movie, he goes up to juror number eight and asks him his name and he gives him his name. What was it which, Davis and McCardle Mc, McCardle yeah yeah um which is which was kind of a nice moment but uh Wallace you know. and Davis it's I, I i don't know about that moment like i i kind of like it but like i'm not sure oh if about it was that needed. moment yeah i don't think yeah. it was particularly <laughs> needed either but i, <laughs> but, I mean it's kind of
1: nice like uh, it doesn't, that mo- that part does not impact the movie for me like yeah, it doesn't make yeah, me hate yeah. the movie no, no 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 not at about all. it yeah I, i'm I'll, i agree it might not have been needed it's kind of nice,
0: though. It was nice. <laughs> uh, sweet yeah. old man, yeah. Sweet uh, old What's man. there to say about old man? Um, I don't know. And he... I forget what he says. He noticed... Oh, he's the one who noticed the, uh, the indentations... That's right. ...in the glasses. Yeah. So that yeah. was very important. That was a big, important part yeah. for juror number four. Uh, yes. And then juror number ten, we talked about him. He's the, he's the racist. And then he's left... Basically speechless. I don't think he says anything after everyone just ignores him. Like, yeah, he sits at the other table. And then and, and juror number eight's like, You think he's uh you think he's guilty? And then he says no. And that's that's basically uh and Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot to say I I also like um when everyone leaves and then juror number eight grabs that jury number three's jacket and he helps him put it on that was that that was was a nice nice moment
1: I think that was like a a good moment because at the end of the day like they were all getting kind of heated they all had their disagreements and stuff but at the end of the day they're both trying to figure find justice yeah yeah Uh, one of them was trying to find justice for the father who was killed he kind of took the the role of the father the other one was yeah was taking
0: the role of the son Mm -hmm. very much um and then juror number 11 We talked about him The, the European watchmaker He's, Love that guy
1: <laughs> Very you Very know, eloquent Yes He knew what he was doing he, he I think did. I think he was similar To jury number 5 Because You can understand again How Or juror number 6 I mean uh, mm-hmm. He was On the side of guilty For a while He kind of just Agreed with the facts Of the prosecution He are just like What can I do to, to question that And then he started To also come down With this logic as well Of like
0: he had a very Whether open mind. Yeah, he, he yeah. open-minded. Just, his... He just wanted to see. He knew he like he he knows about the whole reasonable doubt thing. He's very yeah. takes that pretty seriously. Yeah, he did. He um, said, "Do you know
1: what that
2: means?" Yeah.
0: Exactly. That was that was a good moment. And then during number 12, we have Don Draper, um the the ad exec. I the glasses. Yeah, his glasses. Sick glasses. <laughs> he uh um I think about when he was playing tic tac toe with juror number three, and that—that that, <laughs> that was him. Oh, that, yeah, man. that upset juror number eight very. Uh, it would upset me much. too. Yeah. No one's listening to my claims. I know. About the... I know. There's a kid. There's a uh, kid. Kid's life in yeah, your hands. Yeah, literally, he was gonna die. Yeah, never playing tic tac toe. It just. Jeez. Yeah, juror number twelve didn't. And, and in a similar way to juror number seven, he didn't seem to take it that seriously. Definitely at, at first, at least. Yeah. Um, but then you could see it in his face, kind of, he was. You could see in his face when he was doubting things, and he. Well, he folded before during number seven, right? I I don't know. Did I he? feel like he he folded first, okay. and then
1: like he came. He you know he obviously reverted his decision and went back to guilty, but I think I feel like he went before during number seven. Actually, I actually have a list. Oh, Okay.
0: Um, at least I think I do. Oh. <laughs> uh and Yeah, I mean, but you go ahead. oh yeah, I I do. Yeah. So, jury number eight number one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Then nine. Then five. Then mm-hmm. 11. Then two. Who's it? Oh, eleven, and then two. Okay. Two, then six. Six. Okay. Seven and then 12. So, seven oh, was right really? before 12. Interesting. And then I, I believe 12 changes his mind and then changes it back at one point, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, he does. And then, of course, after that is... Drain number one, ten, four, and
1: then three. Uh, and I was also surprised by by how long it took number one. Yeah, I was but that I think too. that's just because he was irrelevant. Just keeping the keeping the peace.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of true. He
1: was just kind of going along with it, and then eventually was like, mm-hmm. "All right, now I'm going to actually make my claim." Like, I, yeah, I I, now that I've removed my moderation ability, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to agree.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and during number twelve, I, I think he was an interesting character because he was kind of just he felt like he was playing a character the whole time. He, he was trying to play like this you know this important ad exec uh, business guy and yeah. everything is trying to impress people and tell them what's going on in the business and everything like that and so it, he just kind of seemed like he was trying really hard not to be vulnerable but you could sometimes see it in his face that he was having doubts yeah. so I thought that was kind of an interesting dynamic with him but yeah so that, we kind of went over all of the uh, all the jurors there so I think that was pretty, uh, that was pretty good overall Look at that. Overall,
1: I, I, look at the movie. Yeah, allow me to read something real quick, Go for it. and I think we're we're almost running out of yes. time. Um, the Business and Entertainment Society is dedicated to teaching students the various aspects of the entertainment field related to music, movies, TV, and sports. The Business and Entertainment Society brings various speakers on campus to talk to talk to students about real life situations in the entertainment industry. Um, contact. Professor Fiorenza at, David.fiorenza at villanova.edu for more information.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to mention really quick right before I give our ratings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm talking about how like this movie it takes place in pretty much just one um, area, so it it needs to be there needs to be some like interesting cinematography and direction yep. there. Because or also get boring because I've seen movies like that 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 are good like their performances and their writing are good but there's there's not enough interesting going on interesting things going on like visually mm-hmm. um, but I, I was looking it up and like it, it was talking about how Lumet said he shot the first third of the movie above eye level the second third at eye level and the last third from below eye level and that's so at the end the ceiling began to appear and it seemed like everything was closing in and it was kind of creating this cluster the phobia that was, like, gradually getting, mm, mm. you know, closing in more. And I thought that was very interesting. And, like, maybe it's not something that you, like, consciously say, hey, that's what he's doing, but, but you, you definitely feel it. You feel it, and, yeah. Yeah. And it also, talking about how ha- about half of all, like, the cuts in the film are in the last 20 minutes because like, it starts, like, with the longer shots, and then as it gets more intense and they're arguing a lot, mm-hmm. it gets um, a lot more edits. And I, I just think that, you know, the editing, the cinematography, and, like, the direction and everything were very... Important to that, along with, you know, the writing performances were amazing, but um, yeah, that visual aspect.
1: I, I really admired, like, just it, it being in only one location, mm-hmm. and there's like so much nuance that they they involved, like the table, the stuff on the table, they're smoking, yes. yeah. the windows, they're playing around with the windows because of the rain, mm-hmm. and like it's hot in there. This, that, that in itself yeah. is is also an F factor. They're sweating, mm-hmm. Um the chairs.
0: Yeah, and and you're talking about all the the stuff on the table. Like uh, at the very end, it does that like panning over the table, showing everything that was on it, kind of making you think back of everything that happened, which was yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, Yeah, I think it was just well done, perfectly well done for for what for what it was. Very
1: much so for the entire. Yeah, my Uh, my rating, five out of five. Nice. Wow, what a jump. From my I know, <laughs>
0: and
1: I think that's probably wa- part of why I was like oh man this is a great movie it's a good
0: movie that was fun you could follow it was entertaining it's, uh, yes, yeah. yes 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 uh, there, there wasn't much left like I mean there's definitely like a lot to think about with the movie but it's, well, yeah. like, it's not like uh, it's not like it's not fake. hard yeah no
1: <laughs> but um, I, I think it might be recency bias because I was kind of I was actually updating some of my reviews mm. and like some of them on Letterboxd that I just watched and I never actually put a review on there so some of that I was adding retroactively, mm-hmm. um, and this is like one of my only five out of 5, 10 yeah. out of tens. Yeah. I, I think it's I might, for you. I might lower it down to four, <laughs> four point five in, in the future. But
0: that's what I, I gave it.
1: Yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah, I saw that yeah, too. Nine out of
0: ten. Nine out of ten. Four out of I five. I love it. It's a fantastic movie.
1: Fantastic movie. But I, but I like. I really want to watch it again mm. in the future. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that that's just yeah. really. That's we, our, we've talked about how much. It's our second
0: it. black and white uh, film in a row. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's the third in the, the, show I think.
0: Now from it's a Wonderful, wonderful life. life. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Interesting. Um, but what are we gonna do next week? Next week, I. Uh, it's what we've all been waiting for. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, I. I forgot. Well, it's not I, a movie. Uh, oh <laughs> my gosh! <laughs> next of course. Week, next week is oh, is the the last our last uh, Oscar nomination Oscar preview. Yeah. We will be um, the 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 nominations come out on Tuesday, so I believe that morning. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. will be, as we have done for past every year, um, we will be picking our winners and our locks, you know, for uh, yep. <laughs> for the Oscars. Which i, I do not. know, it's, I think sometime in March it's on, but we'll we'll get to that. But, we'll be showing both. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. We'll be we'll be doing we're we'll doing the preview, and then we'll have a post Oscars, you know, kind of we'll see who, who, got yep. the, who got the most right you know we'll yep. see our thoughts on everything and but okay. yeah I, I always have a great time with this with this show. I'm excited so I'm very excited for next week
1: I, I hope that there's some good ones that I know of on this movie list yeah I'm excited
0: mm-hmm. yeah so no movie next week but no week but after we'll get right back into it
1: maybe watch some uh, 2021 movies and, and yeah yeah just watch ponder. yeah definitely yeah.
0: watch 2021 movies so like you can you can have your own opinions about who's gonna win yeah. who you want to win Oscars I, I, I say say uh, Oscars really doesn't mean anything but it's fun so it is fun
1: <laughs> it's fun for us especially <laughs> uh, but with that yes
0: um, I think I think we'll be thank you for signing off for the night I love you appreciate ya. Um, try and you try to save you responsibly now uh, we'll see you next week with the Oscars bye thank you <laughs>